This is two weeks in a row that I'm leading the intro. I mean, things are changing on the Canes Country podcast, <laughs> which you are listening to right now. Thanks for joining us. And uh, Brett, how, how do you feel about this change? Is it is it different? Is it a weight off your shoulders to not do the intro? Um, I well, I you know, yes, sure, yes. <laughs> it's it's such a stressful job, you know. It's, it takes a lot of planning and a lot of uh, you know preparation. And I you know I gave you the uh, the heads up. Uh, I said, do you want to do it? Like, probably 50 seconds ago. And, you know, it takes a lot of prep and effort. And, um, you know, it's gl- I'm glad that's off my shoulders. So you're trying to just spring it on me and hope I tank it and, you know, embarrass the listeners? This is, is, this is, just, this, this is just the second straight week where I don't feel good. Like, I don't feel healthy right now. So well, that's I, we want I you back on the plus side. I, I'm, I'm not comfortable doing a, the, the intro. Uh, if I'm not a hundred percent and plus, I mean, last week you fact, you, you, what did you put in there? You said Jack and Jill, uh, something about that. Yeah. Something about it. And I said it was a folk tale and yeah, it was good. Didn't start with one this week, but, uh, let's go ahead and get into the discussion for today. Um, the big storyline is the hurricanes suck. They kind of suck storyline. Um, they lost four straight games since we last talked uh, against some. Well, actually, pretty... they only lost two straight games since we last talked, oh, and then yeah, they won again. Yeah. So overall, still not looking good. That's losses to New Jersey, Philadelphia, New York, and Ottawa. Those are points that you want to earn right away, right off the bat. And they can't let these types of games slip out of their hands, especially early on, because it could end up biting you back uh, later. Now, I don't feel like this 8-2 win over Ottawa, uh, you know, on, on, on Monday night, that should completely erase the issues we saw in the previous four games. Yes, 8-2 to two was like, oh my gosh, you know, it's awesome. I don't, I is that like a career high? It's got to be pretty high in franchise history in terms of number the of last, goals. They yeah. scored eight last year in October against the Rangers, if you remember that. That was a game Svechnikov scored his first goal. Um and they beat up on Georgiev. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, so let's go ahead and get into it. Let's let's get to that New York Rangers game first. Um, honestly, it was just a night where Henrik Lundqvist was just on an, on one. Like he the Hurricane should have won that game. Yeah, they. but that's the, yes, that was the most winnable game. Um, as for this first Ottawa game... That was a bad game. Oh, oh, man. I mean, that was really bad. Uh, what a terrible start to a third period and – or, excuse me, first period. And, honestly, just got outmatched in all facets of the game. And I think most surprisingly was the Peugeot goal uh, where he just absolutely blew by Dougie Hamilton right off the faceoff. Yeah, right a bad after, start. Of the second goal. I mean, it was just – it was just terrible. Uh, I think Andre Svechnikov gave them some life. I think they pushed well in the at the end of the second and or into the third. But again, it was one of those games you gotta have. You gotta earn your points against teams like that. Um, so what what are you feeling um, about this team? Do you feel that their hot start of you know a five game win streak and then you know kind of leveling out a little bit? 
do you think that's more indicative of them or is this losing streak kind of what we should expect in the near future especially with how the defense has been playing uh i think it's a mix of the two i don't think they're a bad team uh uh, but we've also seen lately that they are very beatable um just looking over the last four so the new jersey game wasn't great it was at the end back end of a back-to-back new jersey wanted it more um but yeah, I mean, those losses happened, but that wasn't like a terrible loss. Uh, the Philly game, they played two good periods, and then the third period fell apart. So that wasn't great. The New York game, they should have won. They they played really, really well um, against any other goalie. I think they win that game. Um, Lungfish just always has this team's number, and that's uh, that's unfortunate. They should have won though. So. At, when you're a good team, you can't keep using the hot goalie thing because you need to win. So as well as they played, they let off the gas in a couple of points and they lost. Um, the F- Ottawa game in Ottawa was just a mess. Um, Reimer can get the saves that he needed. They couldn't keep up with a pretty bad Ottawa team. And that was a tough one. So uh, I'm not really, I'm not doom and gloom about it, but I'm also not brushing off the last four because there's clearly stuff that needs to be worked on. Eric Halla is missed from the lineup for sure. Um, They need better backup goalie play, quite frankly. And they need to put together 60-minute efforts, which... I think they almost did against New York, and then they did a good job of that against Ottawa, too. So they need complete effort from everyone. Um, And if they can get that consistently, they're going to be really good. But over the last four and over the last couple weeks, they haven't gotten that consistently. Oh, no, not at all. Um, Yeah, I think, again, it was another instance of Ajo, especially in this last Ottawa game, you know, it came out of nowhere. He's, he's back. He's rebounding a little bit. But I think, again, it's still too inconsistent. He's had those games where he looks brilliant, where he looks like himself. But it's just, it's it's not all coming together consistently. You don't have to go out there and score a goal every night. You know, he's not going to put up 82 goals. <laughs> it would be amazing if he did, but it's not happening. Yeah. Um, so I think it's just, just a more well-rounded effort. I think that first Ottawa game, he looked terrible. He was throwing his shots from like the corners and just like just tossing anything. I don't know if he's just hoping to get like more out of that slump. He's been pressing and hopefully that Ottawa game will be good for him. That second Ottawa game. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, looking ahead, you know, you got a three game road trip coming up. You, you hope he builds off of it for sure. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I, I, I don't, I'm kind of in the, this is a big road trip is where I stand on this. Uh, they can either build off the Ottawa game and win two of three on the road and you're feeling pretty good about yourself again. And you kind of, you know, you're building momentum again, or you lose two of three on the road and you're back where you were a couple of days ago when they were coming off that bad loss to Ottawa. So they have to have a good road trip. They got to rebound. They got to do all that stuff. Um, 
it needs to needs to come back together because this roster is too good to play the way they did uh, in a couple of those games. So hopefully that that's the the turning point. They had that big eight goal outburst, and they can get back to feeling good about themselves and confident and all that jazz. <laughs> all that jazz. Yes. Um, looking at the goaltending. Uh, Peter Morazic, it's been okay. He's been. James Reimer, on the other hand, you have some thoughts about that. Yeah, he needs to be better, man. Um, he had the first two games where he was amazing, and it was like, wow, got a real, got a goalie competition. And then slowly, and when I say slowly, I mean very quickly, uh, that proved to not be the case. Um, I think Morazic's been fine. Um, it's it's early in the year, so with with him, it's kind of how he starts to look as the season goes along. He has a nine oh seven save percentage right now, which is fine. Uh, again, it's October. He didn't start particularly well last year, and he's starting better this year than he did last year. So I'm not worried about Morazic. I think he'll be fine. I mean, he's eight three and one on the year, and out of a starting goalie, winning eight of twelve games, not bad. James Reimer has been a little more rough. Um, his last really three starts have been a bit abysmal. He's allowed 12 goals over his last three starts. That's not good enough, man. Uh, he allowed four in Ottawa, four against New Jersey, four in San Jose, and all three of those teams are not good. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, obviously, it's more than just, you know, He's not playing well. It's it's the team in front of him as well. But I think you would want a little bit more from him. We'll see how, how the season progresses. But right now, he is not. he's certainly not one of the better goalies in the league. After, after winning his first two starts, he hasn't won a game um, in his last four. And if you're going to be a good team, you need, you need to back up goalie to at least not lose every time that he plays. So... Um, I don't think I'm being too harsh, but no, I don't, I don't think you are. He, um, he hasn't he hasn't been terrible, terrible, but he hasn't been very good at all. Like the New Jersey game, uh, he was not great at all. The San Jose game, he was terrible. Um, he has to be better. Um, and at what point do you stop? You know the experiment of James Reimer if, if, if it continues to be not great. I think Morazic's going to start seeing the net more, um, and he's going to start playing number one type uh, games because early on they were kind of going back Splitting, and forth, yeah. but now it's kind of the Peter Morazic show, which should be good. Um, it would be good to get him going. And, you know, he had a good game against Ottawa. Uh but it, I, I wonder if we're still talking in a few weeks about how Reimer's struggling. Do you do you look at Anton Forsberg? Do you look at, I guess, Nadelkovich? Nadelkovich hasn't played well, so I'm not even sure what to make of that. And I don't, I, I haven't been watching Charlotte, so you have to wonder. Like, I don't know how much of that is on the checkers in front of him or him no. or. No, I mean there's obviously a big drop, and I think I don't. It doesn't. I guess it can come from the checkers in front of him, but his the defense last year wasn't all that stacked. The back half, I mean, it got an influx of talent, of, of course, but 
Um, you know, I mean, yeah, there's a little bit of graduating, a little bit of moving up and down. Hayden Flurry spent more time down there. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's a little bit of a difference of the people in front of him. But it comes from him. I mean, he's just not stopping shots. So I, I've seen some kind of like scenarios, especially after the Rangers and Ottawa game, um, of where, yeah, someone was like, well, we need to call up goalies. Let's check out Forsberg. Forsberg's been okay. He still has a sub-900 save percentage. He's mm-hmm. right around the 900s, but... Um, and he got he has majority of the wins, but um, yeah, I mean, it is, neither of them have been good to warrant a call up. So I don't see that as a thing. I think you stick out, out stick it out with Reimer and see where things go. Yeah, at least for you know the next few weeks or month. Yeah, it's uh, I agree with you. Um, I've seen people clamor for an Adelkovich. I'm like, is he really gonna be that much better? I. I I, I know he had a great year, but um, are we sure he's going to be better than Reimer? And I, I'm not sure about it. He might be, but at this point, I'm not sure it's uh, it's worth going that route. Um, and kind of, we think it's we're kind of in the wait and see thing with Reimer. He had a really good start. He's been not very good the past uh, couple of weeks. But I think we're at the point in the schedule where he's going to be playing less anyway. So maybe Morazic gets going and Reimer can get some redemption the next time he sees the net, which might not be for a, a, a decent amount of time. Uh, so it hasn't been all bad, though. Uh, you know, they got the win. That's good. Um, what has been good are performances from... A former Charlotte Checker, now again a Charlotte Checker, E2 Osterinen. Um He looked really good uh, in a fourth line role. He didn't get a great, you know, amount of ice time. He was playing with Brock McGinn and Brian Gibbons, which is um, not not the best probably for for NHL line mates. But he looked really good, and he got his first NHL point against the Senators. When the Hurricanes scored a thousand goals, uh, he dropped a puck off to Hayden Fleury, who scored again. He has two goals in his last four games. Yeah. Um, how about that? Yeah. Uh, thoughts Elite on E2, goal scorer Hayden Fleury. E2 Lusterinen. I, I believe that's how it's pronounced. Well, it's you kind of had a tweet. It's about uh, pronouncing his name. It's gonna be tough, but yeah, we might have to we have to learn get how to do that because he yeah. looked really good. He looks really good. Uh, you know, maybe on. Uh, I mean, Rod Brennamore again said today, yeah, like, he could get his chance again soon, so... Um, he might he might come back. I think it depends on Eric Halla. So if Halla's ready to go, then he'll probably stay in Charlotte and get the minutes. Yeah. But if not, he'll probably be back. Correct. Um, yeah, I, I I like what we saw. I like what we saw. He's he's pretty nifty with the puck, too. Like, he's yeah. pretty good in, with his control and his skating, too. So, um yeah, he's he's, I, he's more physical than I expected. Agreed, agreed. Um, I thought he was, you know, kind of more of a power forward ish, but yeah, um, yeah. I think I don't think we should fall into the habit of just you know anybody that kind of looks semi decent they belong. But um, yeah, he I looked think he's better worth... than most. Who it's worth considering too. He's this is his first year in North America. He's a rookie. Um, He's just he's just looked really good, and he played well in Charlotte, and he came up, and with 
not great linemates. I mean, he was physical. He drove play. He made really good defensive plays. Um, he looked like a more physical, potentially more skilled, uh, maybe not more skilled, but a more physical energy version of Lucas Walmart to an extent. So okay. I, I thought I thought he looked good. Yeah, I'll take that. I think he'll be a player in the league eventually. I, I thought that before he got called up, so that's not just based on his call-up, but um, he's a good little prospect that I, I think is going to play in the NHL eventually. Agreed. Um, yeah, I think I think uh, I just again like we kind of had this discussion at a different time was there's a lot of influx of talent through the ranks, and you know we can have people that somewhat say they know how things are going to turn out with with uh, or like project players and stuff like that, but it's it's really a roll of the dice. Like you just don't know. Sebastian Ajo was a second round pick, and he's a franchise piece. Uh, I mean, obviously, when you get high-end talent like Sveshnikov at the top, it does work out. But we've had cases where it doesn't. Elias Lindholm, come on. I mean, okay, the value at the stop it. The, the value at fifth overall wasn't there. But uh, Hayden Flurry, another Hayden Flurry, another. You know, he's, he's he, he can be year. a very solid. Yeah, but he's a bottom pairing to maybe mid pairing guy. Maybe one day he'll be a middle pairing guy. We'll see. I think he's capable. <laughs> Yeah, Elias Lindholm, um, by the way, has ten goals in twenty games this year, seventeen points. Oof, oof. Am I gonna have to eat my words? I'm I mean, I've been asking to... you to eat your words for a while on this, but you just Not won't. Happen. Not happening. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, but yeah, so I think we're gonna continue to see players like Lusterinen come in and kind of get their test. Um. But yeah, it's just a matter of who really sticks. And, so. and as the Hurricanes move on, Lusterinen has two more years after this year on ELC. So cheap third and fourth line players are really important for teams that spend money, which the Hurricanes are spending money now. And it's crazy. Um, and they're going to have to pay a lot of money for Svechnikov and Natchez when their contracts expire in a couple of years. So having those cheap players like Alusta Reinen, like like Walmart this year and last year, um, those are important pieces because you have to be able to fill out a lineup with competent players. And when you have a young guy like Alusta Reinen who who can play and is cheap, that's really important. True, true. So um, yeah, definitely holds value in the salary cap format too, um, but. Canes are starting their three-game road trip this, or by the time you hear this recording. Tomorrow. Um, yeah, uh, against Buffalo. And then they take on Minnesota Wild and the Chicago Blackhawks. So what are what are your expectations? Uh, we <laughs> put some predictions recently on some road trips, and they haven't gone according to plan. So your thoughts on, on the three-game road trips and, and what to expect out of it? I'm not going to make a prediction, but I will say they need to win two. <laughs> they can't go on the road and lose two or three. They can't do it. Buffalo is good. They're fine. They're a decent team. That's a toss-up. Minnesota's bad. <laughs> I don't know if you've been keeping track of Minnesota. They're bad. So beat Minnesota. Um, Chicago's, uh, they have the playmakers. They have the, the high-end talent. But 
that's a very another beatable team that they beat a couple weeks ago. So definitely you got to win in Minnesota and Chicago, I think. Buffalo's a toss-up for me. Um, but no matter how you do it, uh, I think you got to win two of the three. Yeah, I I think there's no ifs ands or buts about it. You got to come out of there with at least four points. Yeah, ideally six to make up for the. <laughs> I mean, if they come out the, with six, then you're then you're back to you're back on track. You know, yeah. then you're thirteen seven and one, and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's pretty good. So, um, yeah, I think there there's some beatable teams in there. I I expect to slip up. I don't expect them to be perfect in that, but. If you lose two out of those three, that really does not look good, especially if it's in regulation. So um, then mm-hmm. it's it's a bigger discussion about kind of reverting back to the old ways of, oh, we were terrible in November and October, and now, you know, come March, they're playing catch-up. That, yeah, at this point, that's, that. that's kind of, that's unacceptable at this point. Like, that's Absolutely. Not, that's no longer They're too talented exciting. to do this. So They're, Yeah. So hopefully we don't have to have that conversation next week. You know, that yeah. we don't have to have the talk with the Hurricanes next week about um, the the birds and the bees and um, how <laughs> bad they've been playing. Like, exactly. if we're back here and they're 10-10-1, we're going to have to have a real big sit-down conversation. And um, let's hope I, we don't have to do that because... Uh, that doesn't sound like a good time. Uh, no, not I'd at rather all. talk about how they're thirteen seven and one and playing really well. Exactly. We'll see though. So, um, yeah, uh, this portion of the podcast we have been designating to things that we are seeing lately that we want to talk about. Um, you promised <laughs> about that. Uh, yeah, you um, didn't put it in the rundown because I know that you didn't do it. So um, he is letting you all down as listeners. Um, he should I'm be ashamed sorry, of himself for not coming prepared it as really he is, was bad. He it's swore bad. to. Um, he really does not want to watch this show because <laughs> that's, that's is that what it is? That's Look, what it is. Here's the thing, so. though. Here's what's good. Um, I don't feel well. My stomach hurts. So this Tuesday night. <laughs> this is uh, the perfect time to. No, this is, this is exactly what I'm saying. Uh, after we record this podcast, I'll watch it. I promise I'll watch it. I'll boot up mm-hmm. HBO. Um, I'll sit down and I'll eat something that doesn't bother my stomach. I'll eat some goldfish and um, watch Barry. And I'll okay. watch it. And um, <laughs> like I've said the past two weeks. I promise that next week I will have a full report of Barry for you. All right. I'm even writing it down. Barry. I wrote it down the last two weeks too. So that doesn't mean much. But all right. um, What I did watch, I did watch something. Uh, I watched The Mandalorian debut. Did you? So I I stayed away from Disney Plus today, actually, because I knew that it was going to have connectivity issues, and it did. Because this was the mass influx of people wanting to watch. So yeah, um, I had issues. I'm probably going to do minutes, it. I'm probably going to add it this weekend. But then it worked. So um, if you watch, well, by the time by that time, there's going to be two episodes of The Mandalorian out. So yeah. um, there was one today, Tuesday, that I watched. It was good. Um, mm-hmm. It definitely felt like a pilot, and we'll see where we are with the episode that comes out Friday, and then after Friday's episode two. It's going to be every Friday that okay. episodes drop. So That's maybe nice. if you watch it this weekend, we can talk about that too. But I'll yeah. definitely watch Barry. I promise. Okay. All right. 
You won't be disappointed. If you are, then that's fine. But you have a good taste for HBO shows. So I, I do. I think we have a fine. similar taste in shows in general. Um, but have you part. seen other HBO pro? We, I mean, we talked about Game of Thrones for multiple podcasts. But have you seen Westworld and or Watchmen? Watchmen, no. I've heard Watchmen's good. I've had friends tell me that Watchmen's good. Um, and in Westworld, I I tried to get into it. I I wasn't really sure what was going on, and I didn't give it much of a fair chance. So maybe okay. I should give it a chance. Yeah, that one. That one's. I mean, there's so many plot twists. There, that one makes you think. You have to be like it's kind of like Game of Thrones, where you have to keep up with it. Mm-hmm. And if you if you look away from the <laughs> look away from the TV for two minutes to check your phone or something, you're gonna be lost. So yeah. it's one of those like high attention to detail ones, but it can be enjoyable. And also, have you seen Succession? Again, I haven't given it a chance, but I've heard it's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get more into it. I've only got within like two episodes and I stopped, but I'm going to get back into it. There's so, Barry, yeah. there's Basically, the entire HBO Paul. catalog, you need to get on. <laughs> I will. The only thing I've watched is what Danny McBride does and Game of Thrones. Oh, got you. Got you. Righteous Jumps. I've watched more. Going to miss it. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to season two. It's going to be great, I think. Hopefully. All right. All right. Well, it sounds like a podcast. It's a podcast. All right, thank you guys for listening. You can follow us at Kane's Country on Twitter, like Kane's Country on Facebook, and at Kane's Country PIX on Instagram. Uh, you can follow me at Lanky Leap, and you can read all our stuff at Kane'sCountry.com. Um, especially Brett's stuff, it's always good. Uh, mine, I kind of put half an effort into it today. I'm going to admit it wasn't my strongest effort. <laughs> Subscribe to the podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts read the site, do all those things. Kane's Country Picks on Instagram, uh, at Kane's Country on Twitter, do all those things. It's all great. Yeah, absolutely. All right, you guys have a good week, and we'll talk to you next week. Goodbye.